is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey guys, this is Tweety. You can follow Fish Out of Water podcast on Twitter at FooPod, F-O-O-W-P-O-D, or on Facebook at facebook.com backslash fish out of water podcast. Thanks guys. Enjoy the episode. Uh, uh, uh. Check it, you are now tuned in to Fish at the Water Where comedians learn from forerunners and give honor Tweety and Jeremiah mix it up like honor bombers Making sure everybody leaves educated like scholars This is Fish Out of Water This is Fish Out of Water uh, Welcome to Fish Out of Water, I'm Jeremiah And I'm Ryan And today on this episode of Foo Pod. <laughs> we have uh, a great, a friend of Tweety's and I, and, and mine. He's a longtime UCB performer and teacher. Uh, writes and produces for the Midnight Show, Tournament of Nerds. He's a writer for the Disney Show, Walk the Prank. He's the host of the YouTube show, Screen Junkies. Check that out. Six point five million subscribers. Whoop whoop. Uh, and he just uh, teased a little bit uh, before this that he will be on this season of America's Got Talent. Uh, Hal Rudnick. Hal Rudnick. Ooh. Fellas, thanks for having me in. I re- yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, thank thanks for, for being here, man. Thank you for reading my entire uh, <laughs> resume. Yeah, we excluded the IMDb. Yeah, we excluded some of the IMDb credits, but uh, check it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've both known you for, I've known you for a almost good 10 a years, decade. Almost, yeah. yeah. That's take, crazy. Maybe, yeah, as much or more than that. 2007, yeah. probably. Yeah. It's about a decade. That's mm-hmm. crazy, man. Crazy. And I just took a last class with you, uh, um, the Characters 101, which I know Jeremiah's also done. I've taken. Yes. Well, yeah. sadly, we only had, what, two classes together? Oh, that's right. Then we ended up getting with Pat. I had Pat Murphy after that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a bummer. But you got work. She's great. Uh, yes. Uh, I I did get work, so I had to bounce out of that. And That's always um, a good reason. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're all here for. But um, I do enjoy teaching, though. I don't like to jump in a class and then like be like well guys i know you signed up for this and uh it's gonna be someone else <laughs> but everybody ucb is great and yeah goes by the same curriculum i have a question yeah um you always have such a nice shoe collection oh yeah um <laughs> i spend too much yeah my disposable income on sneakers on sneakers i also am a sneaker person uh-huh. and it's hard to describe i don't i collect i don't particularly wear them uh-huh. I, I i buy basketball shoes because i play basketball oh yeah i remember shoes. you wearing some basketball shoes in class especially yeah. that uh the first uh class we had together mm-hmm. um you you wear some basketball shoes or yeah 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 i'm, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a sneakerhead. i'll go to uh yeah i like going sneaker shopping and uh do you yeah. guys do that online, or do you do it like? No, I go to stores, but I, I do do. I, yeah. I have bought several pairs online as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be counted because, like, you'd want to smell it. Well, smell them, right? Oh yeah, the smell yeah. test. Yeah, oh, I will buy pre-owned sneakers. I'll buy pre-owned Air Jordans because you can save several hundred dollars. I mean, the prices are exorbitant. Like, if you're not into it, it's kind of like, why the hell would you spend that on so many sneakers? Mm-hmm. You only have one pair of feet, whatever. <laughs> but yeah. um, it's hard to explain to people because when I tell people I have like. I probably have maybe 80 pairs of Jordans. Oh, wow. What? Like a lot. Yeah, Damn. I have a lot. Yeah, like a whole storage back home in Florida. And oh, then I shoot. probably have maybe 20 pairs here in Damn. my apartment. But I only wear them to play basketball. And I don't wear them as like a... Um, uh, like for fashion sense. Yeah, I only wear them for fashion sense. <laughs> to, walk, to walk around in. Right. And uh, I mean, I have played basketball. I, I play... I have particular pairs I play basketball. I have some Kobe's I play basketball in mostly. Right. But... Um, yeah, I, I've yeah, never I got about owned a pair of shoes that has a name. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, You're I've never Adidas. been like Adidas, but not yeah. like no, yeah. but not like Air, like Nike Air Jordans. Like, yes. I've never owned a pair of sneakers where it's like, oh, you got the 
Blankety blanks. Oh, like yeah. the 13s or yeah. something. Yep. Okay. Yes. Like, ooh, you got the brown Skechers. <laughs> like that would be... Oh, yeah. Skechers are a no-no, dog. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, do, do you wear Skechers? Not anymore because my dad started wearing them, and I was like, nope, not anymore. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to alienate a lot of people right now, but um, Skechers are for when... Skechers. When you just stop trying, <laughs> that should be their that should be their slogan. <laughs> or more like, but, but what about like uh, Skechers? Uh, when you have twenty bucks, okay. I mean, no, they're expensive I, though. Yeah. Like they're not they're not cheap shoes. So it's like it's literally yeah, when I you're just like, all right, I don't care. I just need a pair of shoes that yeah, look. Like get some like uh, some Converse or Chuck, something Chuck or Chucks or whatever. Chucks are expensive, man. No, they're I, thirty bucks. Yeah, oh. thirty, forty. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to disrespect anyone who you know has uh, limited uh, funds for for shoes. Uh, I mean, of course, geez, I'm not a monster. But uh, <laughs> but, but sketch. But uh, on the flip, sketches are whack. <laughs> 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 this is the most excited I've ever seen Jeremiah have in a conversation. He usually well, because I love very, Hal and he's oh, so funny. He, he makes me giggle. Yeah, <laughs> and also shoes, like but shoes in general. I've never seen you. Yeah, I don't wear them. I don't really. I'm not like I, one because I stopped doing it because I get like in Florida, the shoe culture is like it's cool. Okay, like it's a yeah. thing. A lot of people do it out here. You're the only person I know. Not in the comedy community. Not so in the much. comedy, yeah. and that's the community I'm in. It, so yeah, it, it depends. I mean, there's some other folks that I used to be like, you know, um, Carl Tart and uh, mm-hmm. some. Uh, Oh, uh, Jay, who runs the lights at Sunset. He's, oh, Jay's got some Yeah, shoes. dude, yep. he's yeah. a full-on sneakerhead. Yeah. He, yeah, he's coming in with fire on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I understand. It's like most uh, most of the improvisers in this community wear, like, you know, um, a, a casual canvas shoe. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. a, a, a van or a, yeah. or a pro-kid or a, or a chuck. <laughs> yeah, or a chuck, yep. Yeah. yep. Or Adidas or New Balance. Yeah. Oh, New Balance. Yeah. yeah. I don't do I can't do New Balance uh New Balance or Skechers because my dad wears them and then gotcha. it makes me feel super old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can really add to this conversation. Right on. Yeah. Well, we just burned ten minutes about, <laughs> yeah. about shoes. Dude, Beautiful. It's one of my favorite care. topics. Yeah. Um, a little bit into yeah, I did, yeah, uh, uh, personal life. Yeah. Have you ever done a why don't you do a sneakerhead character characters are sort of your theme, correct? I, I I really enjoy doing characters, but I also, you know, um, uh, I like you know hosting as myself, and uh, it, d- it depends. But yeah, of co- I, I definitely is uh, part of my stock and trade right now. Yeah, yeah, for sh- and for a long time, characters. I I love playing characters. Yeah. So when you do, have you ever do you ever take stuff like oh I like a sneakerhead would be fun character. Do you do that kind of oh, stuff? Oh yeah, then... but uh, um, absolutely. And you know, at this point, your characters can be inspired by anything, like a person you see, uh, like who hangs out in the Starbucks all the time, or you just hear a funny line of dialogue, or you just have a thought, like, wouldn't it be weird if someone was really into this specific thing? So you use, like, it at this point, any of anything can be a catalyst. And then you want to fill it out and give it, like, a unique uh, point of view and voice and yeah. um, make sure the game is consistent. Yeah, there's... You're, you're, I've thought a lot about this stuff. You're, yeah, well, that's you're, good. Yeah, uh, and that's why you're, yeah, <laughs> you're that's here why to you're... teach us. Yeah. <laughs> when you, uh, so what program did you, because um, you did Groundlings, right? Yes, I was in the Sunday Company at Groundlings. Right, and yeah. you learned a lot about. Just did the Crazy Uncle Joe show over there the other night. Oh, really? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I wish I would have known you oh, I would have I only yeah, go with I know someone who's sure, sure. in it. But um It's a lot of money for a ticket if you don't know the people in the cast. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was eighteen bucks. At least bucks, it's yeah. eighteen dollars, yeah. yeah. But um so did you uh did you start at U C B at some point or or did you start at Oh yeah, real quick my yeah. uh like improv and sketch comedy trajectory. I started doing it and I've always loved making people laugh. Uh, I, I was I did comedy in high school, like I did stand up comedy. I wrote silly stuff um, for the school newspaper. I had a humor column, um, and uh, in Boy Scouts, I did. Uh, I loved doing skits around the campfire. <laughs> and uh, back when yeah. they were still called skits. Yeah. Yep. Um, back when they were skits. Yeah. If it's a, it's if it's at a campfire or some kind of church talent show, it's a skit. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it's a sketch. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to. It's uh, it sounds very uh, pretentious. Uh, yeah, pretentious. Um, but uh, yeah, then I started doing uh, improv in college. My uh, last couple of years uh, of school. Where did you go to college at? Penn State. Really? Yeah. Um, wow. Nittany Lion, and. Uh, then came out here, and I was a part of so many different theaters. A theater called the L.A. Connection, the Acme Comedy Theater, uh, the Groundlings, uh, uh, I.O. West. Taught at the West Side Comedy Theater briefly, and then UCB for the last 10 years. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's a security blanket for me or something, being part <laughs> of this community. I just really enjoy that and working with all the – different people it's so cool like just like yeah. you know just meeting you guys and being able to do something like this this is super neat you know um and uh it, it, it uh yeah just all the different people that's the best thing about it like to because we're all on this journey in the entertainment yeah. industry and i'll say this know? i could say this about actually uh, just sort of i guess i don't know what you call this just because um when i first started you uh-huh. were one of my first improv teachers and one thing about you that's different than not all, but a lot of um, um, teachers and, and stuff that have been doing this for a long time, you would actually he would actually stop like take time out of his day and come do like film sketches with us. Like I remember you were in a sketch, one of the first sketches that I ever wrote we recorded. Oh yeah, was it the uh, dog whisperer? The roommate whisperer. Oh, the roommate whisperer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Susan Milan. Yeah, yeah. I remember. And you did all that stuff, and you would actually take time out of your busy schedule to come do that. A lot of people won't do that, and that's, that's something you've that always That was brought. good experience for me, too. You were letting me play a character. Uh, dude, it goes both ways. Yeah, it was I a mean, lot of fun. And especially right now, I'd be less apt to do that just because I've gotten too busy. Right. But, oh, my God, going when, when I first started out, really, just my M.O., especially when the Internet and YouTube started blowing up and, and Funny or Die started – uh, do anything and everything. Do everything. Make connections. Meet people. Do anyone else. Do anyone's show. Do anyone's video. Uh, you know, and then you can, if you're, if you feel like you're, uh, you're achieving, or you're, maybe your career, like you get a job or you get a little busier, then you can start being, you know, just a little bit more discerning. But get that experience and be, yeah, stay humble, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's really cool. And you, so you came out straight from college. Did you yeah. have aspirations to be a writer or was um, it just... I just wanted to be in entertainment. I, somehow, you know, I'm, I've always been, um, I've never been, and this is this might be a, a flaw, but like I've never been too big on planning. I'm always just like like looking for the next opportunity or just trying to throw my hat into the, like immediately into ring, into the, for whatever, for whatever job or whatever. And now, um, you know, at a certain point, maybe you get a manager or an agent that can help you with that. But 
Um, yeah, I just moved out here. I, luckily, I had my sister out here who was a location manager in uh, movies, uh, commercials, music videos. Uh, she helped me get into SAG, and uh, and she was a it's, it's she was a great kind of safety net, a landing pad for when I initially moved out here. Hmm. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. You have family. That's tough. I think that's tough for a lot of people coming out here. Yeah, coming out here and not really having anybody. Yeah. I had Dylan when I moved out. That was that yeah. was the only person I knew. Yep. Mm-hmm. Old pal Dylan. Yeah, Dylan. He's got his own improv theater in Omaha now. That's great. Yeah, he invited me out there one time. I uh, I um, wasn't able to do it uh, time wise, but uh, um, yeah, I know he's had like like Brian Husky and just different yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean a lot. Uh, God, so many. I can't remember all oh, off the cool. top of my head, but yeah, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Craig Kukowski's gone out. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's uh, he is a master. Yeah. 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 Um, do you want to? So I, I I have to ask just because yeah. it's such a cool thing. Um, can you tell us whatever it is you can tell us about um, America's Got Talent? Yeah, for sure. Well, first off, my mom keeps calling it America Has Talent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will be on this season. Um, I am doing stand-up comedy as a character. Uh, it's a ca- it's a character I've been doing for over five years, but also in like bits and pieces. I've been doing this like incarnations of this character for a long time, like ten to fifteen years. Uh, like with a different name and just like different like uh, it's just something that's always made you laugh and you yeah, just sort this of voice and uh, this way of behaving that's kind of uh, uh, very uh, um, unconventional and he's a so I'm doing stand up this season as this character named Eric Jennifer he's basically a 12 year old boy in a um, 35 to 40 year old man's body um, <laughs> And uh, he's uh, he's uh, fun and goofy and very and uh, yeah um, he lives in Gardena, California, with his mom. He loves Subway sandwiches. Um, so yeah, I'm. It's pretty cool. I'm hoping I can get some good tape from it and some good exposure. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm yeah. I can't really. I had to you know. You got to sign all those uh, NDAs. So I yeah. Can't. But uh, I'm uh, so far. It, it's uh, it's. It, uh, like win or lose, uh, super fun experience. Cool, and people can start watching like in May. I think end of May. Yeah, um, I will be. But who knows? You know, I mean, knock on wood. I, uh, uh, but it, it might just end up being thirty seconds on the show. Right. Know? But they, uh, um, it's. But I'm having fun. It's okay. Good. It's good. Good. So this came, this came about by someone saw you at a show, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just doing a variety show that, and. It's weird. Like, you never know when, like, an experience. That's part of just, like, doing things. Um, I did a variety show in North Hollywood, and I had no idea what the show was, and I just did this character on the show. And a guy who, uh, one of the producers, a casting producer from uh, AGT, uh, came up to me afterwards, and he's like, oh, my God, that's so weird. I've never, I haven't seen anything like this. I want you to be... Uh, on America's Got Talent. So I went to a huge audition thing at the uh, the convention center, the L.A. convention center downtown. And um, luckily I had like a kind of a front of the line pass because like I wasn't just showing up to like gamble. I had been requested to come oh. audition. So I, I got to uh, go like directly to the producers. So I did two auditions that day. It took about two and a half hours. And uh, then... Uh, I got a, I got a phone call with some questions from one of the producers, 
um, just like about the character and um, just getting more of an idea of it. And then I got an email that I'm uh, on the show. Boom. That's yeah, great. Like within um, just over a week. So, That's pretty so there's cool. proof in the pudding of just do ever do do as much as you can. Yeah, and I walked. The shows. show is so yeah. weird. Like I walked into it's called Freak Show, uh, and it's in North Hollywood at this bizarre venue, um, and the uh, I showed up there not knowing what to expect, and the place was packed, and it was like oh, kind of a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Just that, like if you want to be a performer, perform. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, got to. Yeah. yeah, that's something I always try to remind myself is that you can call yourself whatever you want, but if you're not doing it, you're not really that thing. Yeah. Like, if you're not, if you're not writing, you're not really a writer. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You're just a guy that wants to be a writer. Sure. Yeah, you know? yeah I've been in both places. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to get, especially in this town, I feel like there's so much to do mm-hmm. that it's easy to kind of, and I just bought a PlayStation 4. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is like a big mistake. Sure, video games uh, they'll, they'll you. ruin you, man. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, yeah plus uh, you'll grow up uh, with violent tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope I'm growing up. Uh, Me too. Yeah. yeah, I got a question about. Um, so I've taken Hal's yeah man character class, and I love it. It's one of my favorite classes because it's you kind of get to uh, at the end of it you have you know, maybe say five characters, but you usually end up being having one or two that are pretty good. You yeah. Know? There's some exercises that you do that work better in terms of creating characters mm-hmm. that you have. Some are better than others. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that, or is there a preferred way that you're like, um, yeah, I, I like to, like if, I, if I'm going fresh on a clean sheet of paper mm-hmm. wanting to create a new character, uh, is there a method that which you do that that you prefer? Is yeah, it- um, I think the, it's it's one of two ways. If I was to, bo- I mean, there are many ways, but if I was to boil it down, it'd be uh, like finding that initial, like nugget to like to build upon. It's either taking just a note that I had written in my phone, like just on my, you know, uh, of like a funny piece of dialogue or or, or just like a weird like um, perspective for a character to have. Or another thing I'll do is just sit down and start writing crap. And like, just write a bad sketch or just a monologue that you don't even know. You don't even like it. You don't even know if you're gonna like it. Um, and then, if do through that, you will often find. Um, ooh, here's a little thing I could build on. Like, I had to, I had to burn like a page and a half, like just and like you know, good forty five minutes of of basically a sketch that I'm gonna flush down the toilet or an hour or something. But then. Um, now I have something I'm a little more excited about. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just, and that's, uh, I found that's, a, you know, not a bad way to write your way through writer's block a little bit. Just, just write, uh, um, yeah, don't be afraid to just write crap and then sift through it. Mm. And so let's say you write a, let's say you write a character monologue and you write two pages, right? That's probably about a good length for a character monologue. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it depends. Yeah. Page, page and a half. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then inside two of that, pages, something, yeah, yeah. is that a little bit long? Two pages? Oh, uh, give or take. It, de- it depends, on, like, depends on the character. Depends on the size of the font. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, you, out of that, you, you find maybe a sentence or a paragraph that you really love. Yeah. You just sort of scrap everything else and, mm-hmm. then, and be like, so what is this character? Yeah, usually like, I won't complete the monologue. Like I'll j- or the or the sketch. Like I'll just have like a third of it done. Right. And I'm like, oh, here's the thing I can, uh, yeah, here's an idea that I can mess around with. 
Okay. You take that idea and then separately you just build upon that idea with like physicality and voice and other things that kind of fit that mold. And if this is true, then what else is true? A big part of it for me, like probably the, sometimes the first place I start, but some, but usually an early place I'll jump to is jokes then. Because at this point I realize, you know, at the end of the day, you're not doing like this theatrical soliloquy. Mm -hmm. You want to make people laugh. So Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to layer that thing with jokes. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but it's, you know, it's jokes served up in a palatable way for the character. It makes sense for the character to be saying these quote-unquote jokes like, uh, you know, um, oh, is there like a list of experience? Here's my bucket list, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, boom, hopefully stuff that will get a laugh on, mm-hmm. the, on your, the bucket list. or Like lists are always fun. Um, yeah, but just making sure there's funny throughout that and then making it make sense, making sure it's like, you know, it has to feel motivated. And, and then 10 years and later, and, and then 10 years later, you yeah. have this amazing character. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, sometimes a lifetime later. But, but that's, that's really, so you just keep kind of reworking it until you find performing yeah. it and going back after you perform it. Yeah. And... Some I put more work into, some I put less work into. And I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a good experience to just keep you, uh, keep you humble. Like recently, like, um, I did a character piece at UCB a couple months ago, and uh, like I put work into it, but when I performed it on stage, it was the first time I'd ever done it. Like that means like I hadn't fully rehearsed it like off book, and it was, it was, uh, it just showed me you can't skip the process, you can't yeah. circumvent the process. You really got to get in, like in tune with the beats. You know, just simply like practicing and. There's like a stand-up element in terms of like rehearsing. Yeah, and getting to the level where, um, ooh, I can live in this character's skin rather than being on stage and half of you is trying to remember the goddamn lines. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like that's that's not a great feeling. Like going out on stage and just being like, oh, I wish I could have rehearsed this for two hours more. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, So I just, it's, you know, good reminder uh, every now and again. I I mean, uh, geez, at my age, I shouldn't need those. (laughs) Reminders, <laughs> but sometimes you're just so busy and it's like yeah whatever. It's, I'm good I'm making he, excuses I'm glad to hear that you have that because I have that problem too I'm glad to hear that that's something that people that have been doing it for a long time still do where it's like you get almost too confident in yourself yeah or where, and part of it's like oh like I just I really don't like memorizing lines yeah I, I'm the um, same way I uh but very necessary <laughs> kind of important yep. especially if you put all the time into writing the jokes your own lines yeah, yeah. they're your own lines yeah 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 now do you i have a question about so say you have you know and even in your class you write monologues that um uh you know that are a page and a half and then uh-huh. you typically have to cut that down if you're doing some sort of showcase yeah right do you have a process on which you're like do you just rework the stuff that you've already had and then just compress it? Yeah. Or is there a different, um, some, yeah, sometimes I'll write new stuff. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, what's the framework for this? But, uh, do I have to change it to fit? Cause if you're doing a showcase and you have to show like five characters off, um, sometimes, you know, it's just like four minutes. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure everything fits in like a minute to, or, or 45 seconds. So, yeah, there's a different skill set in writing for a showcase than it is writing a monologue. Yeah, and it's a sketch just show. editing yourself, truncating something, and uh, but also, you know, 
strategically getting that point across, like establishing who you are and the character is, like who they're talking to, because when the audience knows the who, what, where, they feel more comfortable and set up the weird thing and then making them laugh and making sure it's, uh, you know, or, and hitting, hitting that game and making sure it falls under, you know, into that time frame. But yeah. Do you like do you like to do like a like a showcase of all your characters? Is that enjoyable? Yeah, it's, you... it's exhilarating, but it's also a pressure cooker sometimes. Like I've yeah. done showcases for um, for the Montreal Comedy Festival, called back there a couple of times. I did a showcase that Lorne Michaels uh, and Seth Meyers were at years ago. That was a pretty crazy experience. So it's a real pressure cooker, um, but um, it's exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it's like ooh, there, yeah, there's some stakes here. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 You're, are you an adrenaline drunk junkie when it comes to that kind of stuff? Do you really like those kind of high-pressure moments, or do you prefer just doing like... It, it depends. No, I, I, I like feeling no pressure. <laughs> uh, um, but if you, if you want something, then you got to lay it on the line. Yeah. Like, if you want the next level, you got to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yes, I will. Oh, I mean, I definitely do seek it, and I get myself pumped up, like... Uh, you know, like Maverick and Goose or whatever, mm-hmm. but... Uh, yeah, the, um, but I love just like a show where I feel like comfortable with what I'm doing, and I just go out and like I don't I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's that's a blast. Yeah, that's a blast. Um, we're the ones where you know the stuff is good. You know where the laugh lines are. You, like you, you know just know the, where stuff yeah, is. Yeah, you got to feel for what the audience is. You're just like and like you don't like so much of it. Like man, I keep like yeah, I feel like I learn things a lot. Or get reminded of things that maybe, or things that I had just heard that seemed like a cliche, um, uh, get realized to me sometimes. Like recently, I um, I just realized after a couple of performances that if you completely commit and your goal is the only thing you care about, and you're gonna go there, whether the audience uh, gravitates to you or not. I found very often the audience will be like, he's going to go there whether we like him or not. So uh, I guess I might as well just get on board so I can enjoy the next three minutes. Right. You know, because if you, like if you're that focused and that's as opposed to like dipping your toe in the water and waiting for the audience to laugh. And it's like, Oh, are they going to accept me? And their choice, whether or not to accept me or not is how much, I will go for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, it's safe for me to get bigger and go f- and, and heighten right. rather than, no. Um, uh, hello, audience. I'm going to do this thing and uh, I'm going to do it the way I'm going to do it, like it or not. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just like life in general, just people in general. Yeah. Like they're either going to, I'm going to go 100% or, I'm, you know, like we're going to wait, like you say. But I think, I, yeah. I think when I watch people who are like that, say it's a bad sketch, but there's a character in the sketch who the person is committed as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the end of the sketch, even if it didn't make me laugh or I didn't get you know a lot of comedic you know chuckles from myself, yep. I'll sit there and I'll be like, man, that fucking person went hardcore, you know, and they yeah. gave 110%. And it may, if he didn't do that or she didn't do that, then it wouldn't have been it would have, wouldn't have been X percent of what the sketch ended up being. Makes so there, sense. Yeah, there's something yeah. to, you know, just committing and saying, fuck it, I don't care what they're going to do. What's going to happen? I'm just going to mm-hmm. go and whatnot. Yeah, and it's weird. Like, if it's people I don't know, I feel like I can do that much better. But there's something about, like, I would always have a harder time, like, at clubhouse shows where I'm doing something. Why is that? I don't, I think it's because. It's your peers. It's my peers. And, I want to impre- and that's where the pressure would come from was, like, 
I, I mean, I get I'm better at that now, but yeah. for a while it was like it was very like nerve wracking. Like I'd be way more nervous for like a clubhouse show, sure, than I would for like an IO show. Oh, I've I've had that feeling, or when I know that like so and so is going to be there that might be judging me or something, or mm -hmm. or um or someone. Yeah, uh, no, that that happens. Yeah, get yeah. in your head about like just like oh people you'll have to like look in the eye afterwards that's, I think that's the thing <laughs> you'll have to have conversations and have to hear them say like good job when you know they're lying through their yeah. teeth yeah because yeah. it's like I do this too so I know that you I know it wasn't good because like I've watched shows yeah. with bad stuff I know what a bad show looks like right. mm -hmm. yeah you know what a bad show feels like yeah. you know yeah, yeah we, we have good yeah. taste it's like that who's the guy who says that um anyways there's a quote Oh, who's the writer? Um, oh, the right that writer. Uh, oh, that uh, one writer, Stephen uh, King. No, no, no. He reads a quote that says like the, the you just have to keep doing work because when you're young you have good taste and it's your taste that leads you to want to go into whatever profession you mm. like. But you your taste level or like you know you being able to discern good or bad isn't as good as your skill level, or is is your skill level isn't as good as whether or not you can determine if something. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, I can't think of the guy, but it's really. Quote. Yeah, that's great. I, yeah. fucking I hope it's it. a little more truncated than but, that. Oh, it is. It's there's a whole fucking whatever. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's good. I, I'm not a quote person. So. Uh, I got. I have a question. How kind of like a theory of um, when you go out and because you're big on at least it seems from the class I've taken from you, you're real big on like let's let me believe you first before you start. Yeah, going off right mm -hmm. and. A lot of the, a lot of times, at least not in characters, but in sketches that I write, they're kind of, um, you know, like fantasy, fantastical kind of yeah things. scenarios. Yeah, uh -huh. scenarios. Is it a hard and fast rule for you to be like, like as an audience member, say, if you don't buy it, do you check the fuck out and just like, I don't know if I'm, I'm on. Board I mean, if with I have this. too many questions in my head, you just want to make. You, you can do a, an insane reality, but you just have to ground it and make it somehow relatable, somehow accessible. Um, uh, um, yeah, just from uh, from general, simple human emotions. Like, okay, these characters are fucking weirdos. Like, they're they're pirates in outer space, searching for like um, just like some sort of magic uh, moon rock. But uh, okay. Or, or whatever, whatever fantastical weird scenario. Mm -hmm. But do they love each other? Are they mad about something? Like let's and like establish this reality and these emotions, something that we can latch onto. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, uh, but if if, some if something's human... like if, if a character's motivation uh, isn't quite there, or like I'm like, why would they do this weird thing? Yeah, a lot of times they'll take me out a little bit. Okay, cool. So you, it's not that it's not that the thing has to be realistic. It's that it has to make sense to the character. Yeah, in the world, establish the baseline of that world. Okay, yeah. Based off of true human emotion or yeah, belief, or like just justification, something accessible. Like right. create. If you're going to create the reality, if you're going to create like an alien species or something, okay, just make me make me understand it. Right. Yeah. Like do. I mean, sometimes that can be done in like. A line of dialogue or two lines. Um, oh, we. Uh, uh, this is a species of aliens that comes to Earth to eat and eats uh, tires and, and rubber. 
Okay, I don't know. That's a terrible example, but you know what I mean. Right, but but if we can make you go, oh, that's okay, why. Okay, that makes sense. All right, then you'll you're all along for the ride. Yeah, that that much more apt to yeah really yeah connect with it, watch it. And then just I remember you specifically telling me if um, now that we know what this character is, just do that thing a whole bunch of times. Yeah, like don't don't meander and do all this other dumb shit. Just do the thing. Yeah, some characters are going to be more tangential than others, and it depends. Is it a sketch comedy monologue, or do you, is it more of a sitcom or movie-type monologue? Like, uh, yeah, like, uh, other types of writing might have more liberties than the, okay, be funny now right. version of sketch. Okay, yeah. that's fair. How do you approach writing characters for like i'm assuming you've written a pilot mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe a few maybe a bunch a couple yeah um is do you approach it in a similar fashion to you writing a monologue or something like oh, that no to i where mean you... that you have to like really like build out the world uh, that much more so sometimes it'll be like the germination or or, or the beginning of it will i mean for me uh be like, yeah, one line of dialogue or something or one notion for this character that I want to build a world around. But, yeah, there's a, it's a lot more intensive mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. You Dude. want to try to – Yeah. Let's try to do a little uh, – Try to do a little pitching with the Get Inside a little House head a little bit. Oh, yeah. okay. This, this is, is fun. Take house class at oh, yeah. UCB and you'll get way more of this character 101. And, and not just character stuff. He's sketch. on improv. I've never improv. I've never taken a sketch class with him. But yeah, I've right now I'm only teaching character 101 and character 201 just because I got a little busy. But, uh, oh, I enjoy teaching all that stuff. Yeah. You know? What do you, what do you think is better? Do you, th do you think, because um, I've taken 101 and 201, and I, I think, uh, I don't know if I should say this. Uh, might as well. You've already said it. it. Uh, I, I like character 101 better than 201. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. Huh. I, I think maybe because I got to do a broader range in 101. Like, I got to stretch myself and, like, being able to develop characters. I don't know. Man, does that make sense? Like, I don't know. It just feels like – my question then is asking yeah. you, is there a lot of difference in how you teach 101 and 201? Because I can't remember now. Uh, yeah, 201, I'm definitely um... – I definitely teach it like it's a higher level. I feel like 101 has more training wheels, and uh, 201 leaves you to your own devices a little more, mm -hmm. um, and it challenges you to be, uh, I think, to be that much more committed or funnier. Because yeah. I feel like that's important. I feel like it should, if it's a higher level, it should feel like a higher level, and mm -hmm. um, and there is more of a workshop environment in 201. So part of it is like. It's that much more you'll get in what you put out. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was I didn't commit fully to 201 as I should have, and I didn't get out as much as I could have potentially. But that's yeah. why I feel that way. Um, also, like, you know, 201 is an evolving class, and uh, but like we just started teaching it like this past year mm -hmm. within this, within like the past six or eight months or so um so it, it's still probably going to keep evolving but um yeah i think i feel like it it just pushes you a little bit more right uh, so but i like yeah, the no, I, I like the show better mm -hmm. the show went better mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah i mean well you know you do two characters and 
one one of the ones I did. did I wonder well, if part of it is that you burn too. the characters that you've had running around in the back of your head for the last three years. You burn in in the in one hundred and one. Yes, and so you're forced to do brand new stuff. That's yeah. true. You're stepping out of your element a yeah. little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like it's weird. Like if I'm going to take two one again because I have an idea now. Like you really have to, um, like think of the whole character as a production in terms of like cost like like if you're wanting to perform it like, yeah like a costume because there's a lot of there are a lot of things that go into uh, from a performance standpoint of like what you're what you can transform you can only do so much with what you physically have i feel like but if yeah. you add costumes and you mm-hmm. can kind of do some stuff like that there's yep. a little bit more yeah i have a costume a, closet at home yeah <laughs> just with all this crap of accumulate over the years so. right <laughs> there's a layer to that that you can you know mine i guess mm-hmm. better yeah. but anyways cool yeah makes sense cool. yeah it makes sense yeah pitch pitch let's do pitch. it oh yeah okay so here we go so what's gonna happen here is he's going to have you pick a number mm-hmm. between i think one in 13 one in 14 one in 16 or something yeah we don't know what that number is and right. then whatever that number is it's going to tell us what we're going to do to generate ideas and then we're going to just pitch off those ideas Okay, cool. And try to find the funny, the funny stuff, and the ideas that we get really oh good boy. at generating ideas. Because part of sketch comedy, I mean, probably the biggest part of sketch comedy yeah. is idea generation, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you can write a great formula, you can't necessarily. I mean, you need ideas in whatever kind of creative endeavor you're doing, for sure. Right. I remember I asked oh, uh, yeah. Beth Appel when I was in her class. I was like, "So, what's the secret?" to like how you generate ideas. And she's like, isn't that the magic question for sketch? Yeah. And I was like, I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah. That's mm. probably what it is. Yep. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, um, 12, I know, I know at least five. Yeah. Of them. Okay. 12. So that would be 12. I think is hashtag. Oh, good memory. Yeah. Wow. I forgot hashtag nice existed. Yeah. So explain hashtag. Okay. So hashtag is we'll go and we'll look at, trending hashtags oh, okay or, right now on our phones right now on yeah. our phones and cool. then we'll, we'll see what we phone. can come up with <laughs> wait so what do we do now uh, so we'll just go into um the kind of the trending hashtags on i guess twitter yeah mm-hmm. um which i don't even know how to find those i don't know either oh here you go if you go into the explore um and then we just sort of look through these trending hashtags and i guess we could go through the tweets and just see what people are saying and See if any of that stuff makes something pop out and go, oh, that's funny. I want to hear what about this. We'll just start reading them out loud, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. So, I wonder, do we have the same? Is it the same or are they tailored? Uh, I don't know. My, my number one is March for Science. My number one is Earth Day. My number one is UFC Nashville. That's my number three. Oh. Oh, that's my number three, too. Huh. What? Why and would it be different? I don't know. Maybe it's our search <laughs> histories. Yeah. I guess. Wait, wait, so then wait. Why is... Maybe it's because I follow Ronda Rousey and uh, <laughs> Dana White. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think I'm following Is she fighting either. tonight? No. No, oh, Ronda okay. Rousey. I don't think she's ever going to fight again. Yeah, she may not. Um, if she's smart, just take that Hollywood money. It's so much easier. Yeah. You don't got to get your... Did she get beat recently? Twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah, oh. her last two fights. Oh. And both um, resounding defeats. Yeah, Uh-oh. but Holly Holmes is a beast. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> so I guess we'll start with UFC Nashville. All right. <laughs> okay. uh, Conor McGregor told Lo- that. See, this is all going to be so specific stuff. I don't know. Uh huh. Skip it. Go to the next one. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, March for Science. Yeah. Yeah. March for Science. Um, a shout out to all those today who march for science. The truth is out there. Embrace it. Cherish it. Protect it. Mm. Here's an idea. March for Science, because obviously the Trump administration is pretty backwards on a lot of things, including climate change um, and um, the environment, mm -hmm. and, uh, just as far as like, you know, coal and um, things that cause greenhouse gases and, uh, and a good deal of other stuff. So here, maybe uh, Trump uh, wants less science. Like, here's a uh, we're tr so we're trying to generate a, like a funny idea. Yeah, just a funny okay, idea. This yeah. is this is not a funny idea. This will just break the seal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, Trump learned um, about uh, aliens, and we are, we are living. They're living amongst us, and the scientific community is getting too close. And that's <laughs> why he wants to. Uh, that's why he want he needs to divert. Uh, and pull funds from scientific endeavors. <laughs> what if Trump... so? Trump's actually a good guy. Yeah. Uh, that or um, <laughs> or maybe he's... no. I, I, I could never live with. <laughs> but maybe that would be uh, that would be kind of funny. That'd be a different. But... What if uh, what if in like Men in Black, uh, the little guy who's in the dude, the he's pug, a, he's an alien. Is it? Oh, I don't know. What's the alien inside? I don't remember. One of those people. I don't know. Well, there's an alien inside Trump. Trump. Oh, yeah. He just Trump. bursts out. Yeah, who bursts out, who's, you know, saying his reason for trying to, you know. What if an alien uh, is uh, uh, milking Earth for its uh, carbon emissions? <laughs> and then um, I, I did break one of my cardinal rules, though, talking about uh, using Trump in... Uh, like I'm a little trumped out comedy wise. I yeah, mean, a lot of people yeah. are. Mm -hmm. I am too. Except Comedy Central once a week now. <laughs> what? What happened? Oh, yeah, there's a show, show show hosted by a Trump impersonator. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's a really good impersonator. Well, you have to be yeah, better. You have to be better than SNL. Yeah. If you're not gonna be better than SNL, it's almost not really worth trying at this point because that's who you're being compared to. I feel like. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a. Glass half full kind of mentality. Yeah. That's that's my live glass. Yeah. Um, uh, here's one I saw that makes me laugh. Is it's a it's a dog wearing a cardboard box that says "Dogs for Science" um, in the march. Um, mm -hmm. And I just feel like there's no way that that dog could be for science because he doesn't understand science. Uh huh. So I don't know if there's something funny there, like just like using your dog to like. Like, is it because, like, yeah, dogs it, are cute, so... Yeah, it's yeah, or, looking... Yeah, using your dog as, like, a sandwich board or yeah. something. And, uh, like, how do, we, how do we know how that dog feels? Yeah. yeah. Maybe he likes global warming. Yeah, yeah, maybe the dog wants it to be warmer. Well, that's, like... Okay, so you know the Westboro Baptist people who yes. have, like, the little kids protesting, and they have these terrible signs, yeah. and there's, like, four or five-year-olds that are holding yeah. the signs, mm -hmm. and they don't really know. Yeah, they don't know anything. They, they don't, yeah, they they don't understand. Yeah, they what they're programmed to do. So it would be the same thing, like a guy kind of going to a protest with maybe people who are using animals. And or a husband and wife uh, who, like, disagree on a certain subject, and uh, one of them wants to bring a child to the protest. Like, you're not going to indoctrinate him into that. Um, oh, that's really funny. They're like fighting over it. Like the kid has to get stuck in the middle of. Perhaps. Mm -hmm. Here's one of these hashtags that's uh, like you you follow it and then you, you write jokes. Take a movie boating. Take mm -hmm. a movie boating. So catch me if you can new. Oh. Catch me if you canoe. Mm -hmm. um, 
51st mates. Mm. <laughs> um, um, that could be... Uh, the Mast and the Furious. <laughs> uh, all I can think of is that one asshole in the back that keeps going, Titanic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, this is an exercise in trying to think of how clever you can be with puns in mm-hmm. movies. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, goodwill. I don't know if a pun will be the basis. Or no, the uh, uh, idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love puns, guys. Yeah. Um, goodwill. Good whale hunting. <laughs> good whale hunt. Good whale hunting. Good whale hunting. <laughs> good whale hunting. Yeah. Good yeah. whale hunting. There nice. you go. Whenever I see these things that the hash, you know, midnight at, uh, oh yeah, they mm-hmm. do this a lot. I only I think of the movies that I know that are common, like Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Like, um, and then you look and, and then I think and then it. I think can I? Yeah, like like the smart thing is to take a somewhat obscure movie, but that's popular enough. Yeah. You know, like it can't be any common movie, I guess maybe, yeah. or unless you do it first. But I'm terrible at these, so yeah. This these this would take time, which we don't have. Um, what do you mean we have? Oh, all the maybe. Oh, you know what the you know where the idea is? Um, instead, a husband and wife, you feel they would be more copacetic as far as um, oh, here are my politics, here are your politics, right? But if um, maybe the wife's parents are very conservative, or the husband's parents, and they're like, "Oh, we're taking our son to such and to the uh, March for Science rally, or to the, oh right, um, or you know, to the Women's March, or like you're taking him to the Women's March. What are you trying to turn that boy into? You know, right, or something like that. There might be, yeah, a little. Uh, do you now? Do you interesting territory there? Do you? Do you lower the stakes or do you raise the stakes? Like, for example, you want to raise the stakes. You want to raise the stakes. So, what if it's like? So, is it, or is it like something where it's like, uh, can it be something as stupid as like the kid? Uh, we're gonna go get chocolate ice cream. You know what I mean? And that's that's the thing that they use the kid to oh, fight over. Maybe I don't. But then you're gonna have to be like, why would people fight over chocolate ice cream? Yeah, that's that's, yeah, yeah, that's like you're right. I don't. Okay, you're gonna really gonna have to sell me on that. Right. Unless, um, oh. Again, you you got to answer why. So um, the chocolate ice cream, okay, maybe the kids are, maybe the uh, the wife and father are going vegan, and uh, no, you're, sorry, mom and dad, you're not going. You can't um, you can't take Todd for uh, chocolate ice cream. He's a he's a he's a child. Children love ice cream. Um, we're a vegan family. What in the good uh, goddamn? Yeah. 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 See, you just need that why. Yeah, that would work. That's funny. Like that. Mm-hmm. I was looking at one of these um, hashtags, just in general, reasons to leave Earth. Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny. Just um, uh, you had a um, uh, like a like a superhero, uh, uh, you know, like assembly. Yeah. Right. And they're sitting around a table, mm-hmm. and they're Hall of Justice. Yes, Hall of Justice. <laughs> and now they're just like, let's just check out. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like like uh, them coming up Sick with of this planet. Yeah, like with a pros and cons list of just leaving. Yeah, life is so dangerous. <laughs> yeah, we are. We could get they. There are insane masterminds designing the most high tech weapons man has ever seen, with the sole purpose of killing us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's. Let's remove ourselves from that situation. <laughs> yeah. but there's yeah. 6.4 uh, billion people down there that, that need you. Oh, there's over 7 billion. There's 7. But, but fuck what that. Great, yeah. I need to take a vacation. Yeah. Well, it's just like, 
let me take some time to get my head together. Yeah, like a superhero wants to just take time and uh, yeah. oh, that's get funny. Out. Like yeah, bat, like fun. Batman or Superman. Like, hey man, I know <laughs> Gotham's going to shit, but I just need I need some little R and R. Fly yeah. me to Jupiter of Moon or Moon of Jupiter or what's the what's the uh, the newfound Earth? It's not newfound oh, Earth, yeah. but it's a moon circ- orbiting some type of. Yeah. Planet next yeah, to the star. I have no idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. There's something MX there. MX493712. Yeah, exactly. Called. Something like that. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Or you can make up, uh, you can either make up fictional characters like Hammer Man. Oh, that's funny. Or. I like that uh, better. And they, yeah. they just be like, you know, placeholders. And then you can take more liberties and stuff with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of the, that becomes another like sub game. Mm-hmm. The fun character names, fun yeah, which is fun because then you can make your own superheroes, and that's the best part. I'm all about those sub games, <laughs> <laughs> um, dude. Yeah, multiple sub games per I, game. I, oh god, like when I'm watching a show and someone like breaks out a sub game, I'm not gonna lie, I get aroused. <laughs> <laughs> when you've been in this comedy game that long, it takes a lot to surprise me. Yes, but that sub game, <laughs> boing a boing. <laughs> um, any other based off of any of these? Mm, it's so like I oh, love one, one more on the oh. hashtag uh, the pun thing. Okay, it would be funny if like two bros are hanging out and they're they're kind of like uh, let's get a hashtag trending and they start getting, <laughs> they start getting pissed off because their their pun based hashtag yeah, yeah. or whatever is not trending. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like you know we've probably seen that before about oh I'm not getting enough likes or something. But right, um, there might be something. But there's there. something just seeing somebody try to get a hashtag trending. Yeah, that's that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, hey, man. Uh, Today's the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all the different things. So uh, how do we start with this? So we need we need people to really relate to our hashtag. Mm-hmm. Or, or you could take it. You could take it into a corporation or something, mm-hmm. and they're like, "All right, craft uh, macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Get together. Get together. All right, let's start here." I'd like us to get a craft macaroni and cheese based hashtag trending. Talk to me, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go from there. Uh, uh, whole milk. Whole milk is the best milk. Okay, I hate that, Darren. <laughs> Darren, or oh, okay. Oh, Darren uh, coming in guns blazing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that could be fun. <laughs> I I like like what if what if they get one trending or like maybe you battle that it's not trending, then you get one that's trending, but it's for a different reason Uh-oh. like it's whole milk and then it's just like images of people like pouring milk on their head or something you <laughs> right, know something right. that doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense like no, no that's not that's not getting craft in the people's hands or in their cabinets um, mm-hmm. and then there's the one asshole in the back that just keeps yelling titanic <laughs> <laughs> nailed it yeah <laughs> uh crushed it yeah yeah um yeah that's that's actually a lot of fun like there's something about Social media, I think that, like, it's probably overdone. Yeah. But in the same sense, like, uh, people are so concerned with viral yeah. that how did like, there's got to be people that like, there's a, there's like got to be people that study that, right? Like that person. Well, what's the point? Like, what's oh, the I point? Mean, there are people who are, you know, whose business is uh, social networking and, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. they're like, divide, like they're branding and brand master. I'm a, yeah, um, uh, I'm a brand consultant. Mm-hmm. You could do a character who's a brand consultant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, that that person Listen, is so di- weird. Uh, t- uh, t- uh, Tweety, what's your describe to me your personal brand? 
um, uh, uh, sort of like noncommittal and hesitant. And okay, wow, you're off to a very poor start, <laughs> uh, Jeremiah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah that's like funny. This, this uh, pretentious. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like purple. Yeah. Brand. Okay, I can work <laughs> with that. Now, I mean, um, that worked for someone, Prince. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, he based his whole thing around purple. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's fun. That's a fun character. That's very yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. That's actually a really fun. I've never even thought about that. Like, you could use this kind of stuff to generate just a line of dialogue and create a character around it, too. Yeah? Yeah. For sure. I mean, literally, like, if you just go. What he just said at the beginning of the show. Yeah. We're literally <laughs> doing. If you were listening. I was listening. To Hal's gracious words oh, that he gave stop, us today. Stop. Thank you. So, Sarah here Ryan, we go. You're too kind. <laughs> I, can, I can fix. No. I got to turn off my airplane mode. Okay. So, I can. Fix stupid by is the name of this hashtag. I can fix stupid by talking very loudly, slowly, uh-huh. deliberately, and repeatedly. Do you understand? Hmm. Like, is that? Let me a- ask you one thing though. Right. <laughs> you watch that UFC Nashville? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could do. I mean, like that would work, right? Yeah. I like. Um, yeah, I like. Someone on their speakerphone. Is, is that what it is? It sounds like there's yeah. someone getting called into like an airplane. Maybe. Like, um, you know, it's funny about like I guess people wanting to go viral. Yeah. Like 20 years ago, if you would have been like, I want, like, if you just say viral. Oh, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. No, it'd be like uh, if, if if you were in. Uh... Like if you were in 1950 and said, uh, "Where's the hell my iPhone?" Yeah, of course it doesn't. Just doesn't make sense yet. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. And it almost sounds like viral has a negative. I mean, it's positive, I guess, right? It's, it's positive. super positive, but it, and, unless it's like um, an embarrassing picture of you that went viral. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's like a douchebag that's saying it. Oh yeah, well, then there's it, you know, a lot of right. viral douchebags. Yeah, right. but what yeah. comes from being viral, right? Like, I've literally had yeah, the I mean, job just, assignment of can you make us a viral video? Yeah, it's like, that's not a yes, thing. Yes, I've heard that. I've yeah. said that one. Uh, I've one time we said this video needs to be viral, and we uh, um, we made it, and we and we did it, and we made a video that got over seven million hits. Um, it was when I was working. It was one video I did for Screen Junkies where I was going to uh, Vegas. Um, to interview Morgan Freeman, Robert De Niro, Kevin Klein, and Michael Douglas for the movie Last Vegas, and like we were saying, we were all saying in the office, okay, because th- we, we had had um, a show that got like uh, like two or three million hits, we're like, okay, this one needs to be viral, like, and the bit was getting these big stars to recite a um, uh, oh to recite lyrics from. Uh, some of the most popular pop songs of the day <laughs> that were like pretty inane, like oh, uh, and um, like the the t- that song "The Fox" by Ilvis. Mm-hmm. I've heard. What I... does the fox say? <laughs> anyway, Morgan Freeman read that, <laughs> and that became a viral video. After yeah. we said we wanted the otherwise, but it is hard to make a viral video. I've had so many videos that I put out there. I'm like, this is going to get 5 million hits. And it ended up getting... 351. Thousand. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, that's pretty good. Well, I, I kind of I'm lucky that I have <laughs> a you know, built-in audience at this point with Screen Junkies, but right, uh, like right. so, like our videos do like well to a degree, but yeah, I mean there are levels. Like you know, 195,000 is is good, but when we've been averaging like you know 400,000, it's like okay, that's not, not great. Good. So yeah, it's all absolute. Yeah. yeah, it's that's a. I would like to see a sketch though of a guy who's it could be a character sketch where he's going through his Rolodex of viral videos yeah. and they're just like him, like petting a cucumber and be like, why are people not loving this? That's yeah. pretty funny. That's a yeah. fun character. Yeah, yeah. Like, Oh God, I put so much time and effort into my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And no one's watching. <laughs> I mean, petting, like it should make a little sense. Like maybe he <laughs> masturbating with a cucumber. It's yeah, just a bunch of dick jokes. Like every episode is a new master way to mat, like <laughs> masturbating with an eggplant. Yeah. Um, Oh, one, but, one thing that that this conversation makes me think of, I for my character that I'm doing on America's Got Talent, yeah. I, I created a Twitter forum. It's Eric Jennifer 007. Please follow. And, um, and wait, and, is that part of it? The please follow part of the no. Oh, okay. oh no no no. Okay. Uh, please follow Eric Jennifer 007 <laughs> okay. at Eric Jennifer 007. Two ends in Jennifer. Um, but uh, so I've been trying to get like subscribers and I've been I turned the account into one of those accounts where he will follow everybody and he'll just go so right now I'm following like 3,500 people <laughs> and he's got uh, like 800 something followers oh that's really so, funny uh, yeah it's weird and you become part of this community like if you follow me I'll follow you back and it's like just people who hustle for subscribers or followers like that it's really like and there's not really a lot to I gain like, for it right in I Twitter mean, you don't get paid for it no but a social media number like you will go in and interview for writing jobs and they're like, what's your social media footprint? You know, it's just, it is the modern world. Mm-hmm. It is. That's like having, um, a, a, a large number of subscribers can affect you professionally. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh man, I should work on that because I don't give a fuck about that, but I should. I mean, I, it's, it's, it can only help I, me, right? I guess maybe. Yeah. I guess it could hurt you too. Yeah, it could. It depends. Yeah. But There's Twitter bots out there that you can get for free. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can buy a, a, like no, a bunch you, or you something. You can just get like a Twitter bot and it'll just like, so like you can go on say UCB's page Oh, and, 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 and follow all and it'll just start following everybody on that page and oh, then you okay. set a number. Oh, Interesting. It's actually, uh, it, it works. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we got stuff. Yeah, we got else? plenty of stuff. Cool. Yeah, we got to see, uh, I love I love when Hal uh, does, like, he's like, you get into stuff, because then you get into a character. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's fun to see you do that. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. No, I mean, I, I love doing this. Yeah. I, I love uh, pretending to be someone different. <laughs> yeah. And you're very, um, one thing I'll say about, is that you're a, uh, for being so friendly, when you get into something, you're very intense. Like as a teacher, I was like, you like you're like intense. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I invest all my energy in it, and I want to yeah. be, and I want to be, uh, I want to be, you know, always like, you know, um, a, a, like I don't want to come across as like a, a, a like, tyrant of a teacher. Well, no, no, but, no, uh, not tyrant. That's yeah, not what I'm saying. No, I, I hear you, but, but I mean, like, yeah, but I, I am. Like I am. Part of it is because just I'm watching and racking my brain. I'm watching, like I am running, trying to run every possibility of what you're doing through my head to find, like, okay, what's good or what doesn't quite work. And uh, yeah, I think it's just yeah, I take it uh, 
every time I'm doing that, I'm t- I take it seriously because I just want to put my best foot, foot forward for the students. Yeah. That that's what they deserve. And I guess that the way it manifests in, manifests in me is like, because it's, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's one of the foundations of my life. Right. You know? So I guess that's part of why, like, I go hard at this thing. Like, yeah, I'll, uh, I, I sold my soul to, uh, to rock and roll. I sold my soul <laughs> to comedy, you know, yeah. it's, it's the foundation of my life. Yeah. Um, so, uh, some people I don't, don't. Know if that sounds sad. No, no, it's, it's <laughs> great. You know, it's so much it's better to hear that, that yeah. than, than like the other, cause the other side of the spectrum is the teacher that goes, great job. Two more. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that guy, like he's just there to get a paycheck. Yeah. How's how at least I've known him as being the person in class like, hey, you, you don't want me to sorry, that's a terrible person. <laughs> I don't care, I don't care. Uh, but basically you say, Hey, you don't want me to um uh kiss your ass and tell you this stuff is good, right? You don't pay me the big bucks yeah. to just stroke your ego and it's like some student because in some of these classes students take that shit personally like, take intensity as a sign of oh, they're not doing it right right you know you probably see that more yeah i mean yeah i just try you know i try to make try to make it clear and i i don't want to you know i want to be encouraging but also call things out Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think you want an honest teacher the best teachers i've ever had uh were ones that uh called me on my stuff Mm-hmm. Can you list it by name and then follow it up with a list of teachers that you've had that were horrible? Uh, I'd, ra- I'd rather not. <laughs> um, awesome, man. Well, thanks for coming on. We thanks really, really appreciate it. For sure. It. It's, a lot of fun. Fun, it's fun talking to you guys. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, this will be great. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any... Uh, we've already... Like, I know you plugged... Uh, I've already forgot the name. Gen- uh, Eric, Eric Jennifer. Jennifer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, yeah, what follow, Eric, follow Eric Jennifer at 007 and follow at Hal Rudnick on Twitter. Okay, mm-hmm. great. You got any shows coming up? Uh, Midnight Show, Terminator Nerds? Um, th- I'm just, uh, right now, I'm kind of focused on uh, some, uh, I don't have any shows for a couple weeks, uh, or th- for that, but I'm mm-hmm. uh, working on some other things. Sorry, some that's bits? a weird answer. Cut this part out. <laughs> yeah, working on some uh, bits. No, yeah, just working on some bits. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably have a couple shows this week. I've been doing stand-up as my character, Eric Jennifer, so oh. I probably have, that's probably what I have coming up. Do you post that on uh, on your Twitter, sometimes you do? Twitter or Facebook. Twitter yeah, or Facebook. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. And then Screen Junkies. Check yeah, oh, them. Screen Junkies every Thursday on YouTube. Every Thursday on YouTube. Click, share, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Check. Uh, uh, one of the funniest Screen Junkies. I love it. I show everyone when I'm like, oh, you gotta, oh, you uh, have to coach with Hal. Whenever I talk about characters, I always talk about you thanks, because man. Um, I love working with you, and you help me with my characters as well. But. Uh, I tell them to check out Hal's uh, episode of Screen Junkies where he watches Fifty Shades of Grey with his mom. Oh, dude. Oh, shit. Uh, Yo, um, my mom came back and we watched Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, really? I haven't seen this. Oh, it hasn't gone up yet. Oh, okay. Uh, Um, But that will be um, a Mother's Day spectacular. (laughs) Nice. Yes, Mother's Day is coming up. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, That's great. So check that video out. It's really fun. He also watched, uh, what was the other one? Human Centipede. Human Centipede. With your mom? (laughs) Yeah. Are you fucked? And then also, uh, my mom and I went down to uh, Miami and interviewed the cast of Ride Along Too. My mom had some great moments with uh, Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. It was a lot of fun. And my mom uh, really, uh, really fell for um, Benjamin Bratt. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, um, so much. My mom 
almost sexually harassed. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much like that's the much nicer version of what I do to my dad. Whenever my dad uh-huh. asks me for help, like yeah. on his iPad or iPhone, yeah. I always send him to him like, oh, yeah, just go look at lemonparty.org. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then he goes and he's like, but son, there's just a bunch of gentlemen sucking each other's dick. <laughs> I'm like, all right, dad. Wait. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Ms. Um, Smith every third Sunday at IO West at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um Foopod. Foopod at Foopod, F-O-O-W-P-O-D on Twitter. Yep. Dad Jeans, second Sunday of the month, 9 p.m. main stage. Um, I have a show on com- at the Comedy Central stage coming up uh, May 10th. It's called The Tonight Shows. It's two late night shows happening at the same time. Um, oh, cool. Free ticket, free show, 8 p.m. Like simultaneously. Yeah. Simultaneously. That sounds like fun. That yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's a good show. It should be fun. And then... Um, yeah. The Ghost but Ghost, ghost Boys. Well, I don't know if this episode will come out for that, oh, but no, Channel 101 that, screening. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have episode three for the month of May, but episode two is going to be out. Check it out at channel101.com. Uh, and I'll post it on our Facebook for Food Pod. Yeah, we'll post, post it for sure. Yep. Um, so we end every episode. We don't have a tagline for Fish Out of Water, so can you give us a tagline for our show? Fish Out of Water. Yep. Uh Fish out of water. Give me all the good stuff. Nailed it. <laughs> Thanks, Al. You got it. Yeah, thank you. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.